May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our salvation. Amen. Tonight's collect asks God to create in us new and contrite hearts. As we see, hear, and experience the brokenness of the world, there are times it is nearly too much to bear, and we protect our hearts from breaking, even as they break nonetheless. There are only so many people we can neglect to help, calls we can't make, news we cannot change, and failures we experience before it takes its toll. And we are tempted to build walls instead of windows and doors to stop the influx of needs that may bruise us. The danger occurs when we move from careful protection and healing of our hearts to walling off our hearts to the needs of others. Dr. Snow, a professor of practical theology, once told me as an anxiety-ridden seminarian preparing to officiate at my very first evening prayer, there is a rhythm to our worship that carries us. Andrea, don't worry. Andrea worried anyway. But her words have stayed with me over the years since I first heard it. There is a rhythm of a worship that carries us. Our structured and beautiful liturgy does much of the work, and we are carried along in its wake. It is designed to carry us along. It is doing what it is supposed to do to remind us that God is greater than every circumstance and that God is with us. It reminds us that holiness matters and that Christ joins us in the Paschal Feast, that liturgy offers us a preview of heaven and what sacrificial love looks like. The liturgy not only carries us, but it is also designed to heal and strengthen our hearts so that we may carry the good news of Christ to the world around us, to those outside our big, strong, red doors, and to those we sit beside. It is designed to help us remember the love of Christ is for the whole world, those we experience as kind and good, and those we consider difficult or evil. No one, absolutely no one, is outside of the reach of the generous love of God when they are at their best and when they are at their worst and when we are at our best and when I am at my worst. At our baptism, we were sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked as God's own forever. Tonight, we will be marked with ashes. They will be imposed upon our foreheads. Ashes that symbolize our sorrow for sin. That we only not, that we not only experience brokenness, but despite our best efforts and intentions, we also perpetuate it, hurting, harming, and sometimes breaking others. We have them imposed in recognition that we were created by a loving God out of the dust of the earth. That God breathed God's very own breath into each one of us that gives us life, and that one day our mortal bodies, this flesh, will return to the earth from which it was sculpted. 
Ashes are an external sign of the internal work we are called to do, to return to the Lord with the entirety of who we are, to fast, denying ourselves something we may want or routinely expect to receive. It's not to add a pious activity to our daily to-do or not-to-do list, but in order to be able to hear God more clearly and to love our neighbors more deeply. The work we are called to do is to allow our hearts to feel the pain of the world for a sacred season, to take the time to mourn the inequities, injustices, and disasters of natural and human creation that cause misery and pain, a time to examine our place as both sinners and saints, fully beloved by God, just as we are, and to listen to the Spirit of God calling us into deeper relationship and a clearer way forward. We accept the invitation to keep a holy Lent, not because we are afraid or guilty or feel shamed, but like anything that is priceless, it must be meticulously looked after. We recognize our hearts need time for the same kind of meticulous, loving care. We know that we turn our hearts toward God, aided by music, color, smells, changing tastes of the communion wine, words, and actions. We are reorienting ourselves to the Lord our God, who is full of grace and mercy, who is patient and not easily angered, and whose love is overflowing and sure. Even as we mark our heads, let us mark our hearts. For the mark on our foreheads is temporary, but I pray the mark on our hearts will be permanent, that we are forever changed by keeping a holy Lent.